What's up, what's up, what's up, my brothers and sisters in Christ? This is Minister BJ Major, and I welcome each and every single one of you to a brand new episode of God's Recording. Thank you all so very much for pressing the play button to check out this brand new episode. Be sure that you share this podcast through a text message, email, even post it on social media. When you do that, not only are you helping this podcast to grow, but most importantly, you are helping the gospel of Jesus Christ reach more and more people. On today's episode, we're going to talk about embracing your anointing, embracing your anointing. And we're going to be focusing on 1 Samuel 16 verses 1 through um, 13. And this scripture is something I have talked about a few times throughout the years. But today I really want to dig into it um, real quick. I'm going to read it then. I got some very special guest co-hosts joining me today. So we got a great, great podcast for each and every one of you today. So let's read this real quick. First Samuel 16 verses 1 through 13, the new King James version. Now the Lord said to Samuel, how long will you mourn, mourn for Saul? saying I have rejected him for reigning over Israel. Fill your horn with oil and go. I am sending you to Jesse the Bethlehemite for I have provided myself a king among his sons. And Samuel said, how can I go if Saul hears it? He will kill me. But the Lord said, take a heifer with you and say, I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Then invite Jesse to the sacrifice and I will show you what you shall do. You shall anoint for me the one I named to you. So Samuel did what the Lord said and went to Bethlehem and the elders of the town trembled at his coming and said, do you come peacefully? And he said, peacefully, I come to sacrifice to the Lord. Sanctify yourselves and come with me to the sacrifice. Then he consecrated Jesse and his sons and invited them to the sacrifice. So it was when they came, they he, they, that he looked at looked at Elab and said, surely the Lord's anointed is, a, is before him. But the Lord said to Samuel, do not look at his appearance or at his physical stature. Because I have refused him, for the Lord does not see as man sees. For man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. So Jesse called Anabab and made him pass before Samuel. And he said, neither hath the Lord chosen this one. Then Jesse made Shammah pass by. And he said, neither hath the Lord chosen this one. Thus Jesse made seven of his sons pass before before Samuel. And Samuel said to Jesse, The Lord has not chosen these. And Samuel said to Jesse, Are there excuse me, are all the young men here? Then he said, There remains yet the youngest, and there he is keeping the sheep. And Samuel said to Jesse, Send and bring him, for we will sit not down till he comes here. So he sent and brought him in. Now he was ruddy with bright eyes and good looking. And the Lord said, Arise, anoint him, for this is the one. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brothers. And the spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forth. So Samuel rose and went to Ramah. So that is what we're going to focus on today here on God's Recording. It's going to be very off the chain today here on God's Recording. And joining me here on God's Recording today are three young people. I am so excited. You all remember I said at the beginning of the year, I'm going to do my best to have more people a part of this podcast and also my other show, The Sunday Word Report. So joining me today is Alex, Shay, and Chris. Welcome, y'all. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Thank, Thank you. you for having us. Yeah. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Yes, I have known them for a little while, and I am so excited to have them on here. We're going to talk a little bit about embracing your anointing. So basically, to start off, Saul was king. Basically, Saul got fired by God because Saul was doing some jacked up things. That's a whole nother story for a whole nother time. <laughs> but when we get to this scripture today... Samuel is still kind of mourning over Saul and God was basically waking up Saul out of his mourning stage and telling him, you know, it's time for you to go ahead, fill up your horn with oil and go. I am sending you. 
I am sending you to Jesse the Bethlehemite's house. And with among his sons is one of them is going to be the king, the new king of Israel. So ain't it something that in after a mess, God still has a plan. He still has a plan. And and you see that, you know, when he went to um go to Jesse's house, basically God had to have a cover up plan because if Saul was to hear about what um, Samuel was really doing, Saul would have had Samuel killed. So God not only had a plan, but he also had a cover up plan for Samuel because he knew for a fact that Saul was going to be on hot pursuit. To, 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 to do something if he was to find out what Samuel really was up to. So long story short, we get to Jesse's house. We get to Jesse's house and that's when all the good stuff start going down. You know, one thing, this is how I want to start off today's discussion and y'all, anyone can hop in. Ain't it something that in the midst of like a big mess, God always has a plan. What y'all got to say about that? My God. You know, that's very true. That's very true. Sometimes we get in our flesh and we believe that this is it. Mm-hmm. We go, we go stay here. This is, this is our last resort. So, in the back of our minds, or in the back of our hearts, faith begin to kick in. God begin to show up. He'll send a message from one of his servants. He just said to you, to you, I'm on the way. I'm not too far away. I have a backup plan. You know, he he we we preaching all the time, we say, Oh God is awesome, he's almighty, he's all knowing. We preach these things, but do we believe that? Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes we we sit here and act so lost, but we serve an all-knowing God. But, you know, I believe that God is all-knowing. He is all-seeing because it's been times that I've been in my own mess. And I thought I was going to die in it. But I'm, I, I can sit here and be saved today, but God. Mm-hmm. You know, so that, I, I, I truly believe that, that God is, Oh, yeah. He's awesome. He's mighty. I'm going to leave it alone. I'm going to run it. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like, especially sometimes when we find ourselves getting too comfortable, that's when, especially if you're anointed mm. and you know you're anointed, God is not going to allow you to get comfortable because that moment when you find yourself getting too comfortable, then you, it's like, you, it's like you feel yourself not comfortable with being comfortable. That's right. So it's like I have to do something about that. And God is not just, he's not going to allow you to sit there and die in your midst or not. Especially when you're, you mean so much to him and you, he knows the work that you can do. He's not going to allow it. He wants you to show that work, like. Because most people think, oh, I didn't pray and talk to God and, you know, that's just going to get me by. Like, no, you got to do more than just, you know, pray and worship him. Like, he wants you to serve him, give your all to him. My Bible said has faith of a mustard seed. So oh, you that, better that's, preach. That's all it takes. If, if you have, if that's all you have, but imagine putting your faith with somebody else's faith. Mm. Mm. Really going that time. <laughs> you know. mm. Mm. Go ahead. Wow. We, we go. I'm gonna let y'all talk. But we, I want to definitely go to this point because y'all kind of ran into my my next point. I want to talk about. Um, we by the time we get to verse number six, we see that you know by that time Samuel is at Jesse's house, and now um, Jesse's sons are coming before Samuel. And something that stood out that always sticks out to me by the time we get to verse seven, Samuel was was about to do something that was done when it came to choosing Saul. See, the the background, a little of the background of how Saul was chosen is that they were more focused on Saul's outside than his inside. 
God wanted to choose a king for himself for for Israel, but they but 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 the judges of Israel wanted to do things their way. So God allowed them to do that. And they looked at the outside of Saul instead of the inside. And we, we know what happened with that. So Saul, Samuel here was doing the same thing that was done before. So God quickly stepped in and said, for the Lord does not see as man sees. For man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. And to break down the word anointing, it means to be set apart, set aside. You know, what, what, what's in your heart? It's your heart like, it's, it's, it's your heart truly genuine. It's your heart truly the way it's supposed to be. Because let me tell you, you can look good all you want to on the outside, but what's on the inside? What's going on up in there? To be, to be anointed, you got to be set aside. It's not just about your looks. It's about what's going on your inside. So what y'all got to say about that? Give me your feedback because I know y'all got something to say. <laughs> the first thing to my mind is it can look good, smell good, taste good, but it ain't good. I know that. Mm-hmm. Especially, especially, you can't, with having so much anointing, you can't find yourself going back to your old ways. Come on. Like he said, it can look good, smell good, and taste good. Temptation, we all if, if we all know that's that's big and heavy on everybody right now. But mm-hmm. if you continue to have faith and you trust in the Lord, he 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 can over he can allow you to overcome that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I agree with that. The Bible the Bible says faithful our work is dead. Oh, right. And it's something when you are anointed. It's something when God anoints you, you know, and, you know, our minister B say, he, he says something to be anointed means to be set aside. Mm-hmm. See, a lot of people think it's strange and weird when you set aside, but it's good to be a black sheep of the family. You better say it, that. It's good, it's good to be noticed that you are different because the Bible says we are peculiar people. Uh-huh. See, and when... Samuel, when Samuel came to the family, you know, God was God was letting us know in that scripture, he said he's looking for the heart. He's looking inside. See, that's how the world messes up today. Because we, we, we pick up we pick up or oh, how good they look or how how good they sound, how good they talk. See, but I thank God we serve a God of chance. Mm-hmm. He gives everybody a chance. See, he, he, if you fixed up and you, you fully saved, you don't see nothing at all. But what's, what's God doing in your life then? Mm. He's looking for broken people. He's looking for people that are, that are undone, that don't know where to go. That, that know that God is the only way out. See, and when you walk into that, into that destiny, when you walk into that brokenness, that's when you can fall into the grace of God. That's when that's when God can anoint your life for a purpose. Come on, she, huh? See, because when you are anointed, it's a it's a difference on your life. When you are anointed, something's supposed to spew out of you. What is spewing out of you? The, the power of God, the intelligence of God. See, and let me tell you something. If you are anointed, don't think you're not gonna mess up. Don't you think you, you ain't gonna want to throw in the towel. See, but God didn't. God said about He said He'll qualify us. Come on, somebody. Mm. He said He'll give us directions and instructions on to to get through these things in life. Huh? See, anointing is very powerful, and a lot of people, a lot of people claiming they don't have. Mm. Oh, see, because when you don't, let me tell you something. The Bible said, try the spirit by the spirit. Huh? See, you got to understand it's the difference between having a gift and having an anointing. You got to say that. And a, a, a gift, you can touch people's lives and you can touch people's souls, but anointing breaks the yoke off of people's lives and breaks the yoke off of people's souls. The anointing casts out demons. 
Gifts can just throw them up. Come on, somebody. Mm. Huh? It's, it's truly something to be anointed. Huh? Um, oh, Lord. Go ahead. Are Somebody you, say something. Oh you, better, oh, you better let the Lord use you. Go ahead. <laughs> it's just, it's amazing to me how God is. You know, he, he, what I appreciate the most is he uses the broken. He using the, he loved the brokenness because it, when he looks at it and things that people for when he looks at it he said I can do something with that he said I can make it brand new and then he'll stir it up he'll put his little bit in he'll put his power in he'll put his prayers in and you know the grace of God all around it mm -hmm. see and then in the midst of that. In, in the midst of your healing, don't don't think that you you being broken will stop there, because uh, you, you still gotta suffer. Huh? Because let me tell you something: if 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 he, the devil can take you out when he give you a little bit of noise, come on, somebody, see you gonna get you gonna get down and out, you gonna get discouraged. So God gonna God gonna develop us very slowly. Certain ones, I'm gonna say it like that. See, but. You, I believe God gets people at a point where, where you can truly walk in him and not feel nothing. Because mm. uh, the Bible says after the Holy Ghost come upon you, you shall receive power. Come on. See, it's something when you receive power over the enemy. See, and when you walk with that authority, when you walk with that power, that, that's when God can really use you. But when you are frightened and scared, you 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 give the devil opportunity to take over. You give the devil opportunity to punk you down. And I'm gonna I'm gonna run a little bit around the corner real quick. It's something when you have somebody to fight with. Mm. It's something when you have somebody to pray with. She said something. She said, said when you can connect your faith with somebody else. Doesn't the Bible say when two or three are gathered together in his name? Well. He shall be in the midst. Huh? That's true. See, it's something when, when, when your spirits can connect. See, but let me tell you this. You can't connect with everything. Mm-hmm. You can't, you can't pray with everything. Come on. See, but when you get that right connection, when you, when you find the grace of God, and another person, the same thing that is inside you, huh? The Bible say one could put a thousand on the run. Two could put ten thousand on the run. Come on. That's anointing. That's the power of God. Mm. I don't want to, I'm going to get on deep in the story, but this is good right here. Oh, we about to get even deeper, y'all. We about to hit, we, we about to get to the big, the big part of this story. Here in these scriptures, um, Chris, Chris said something that 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 stands out to me when it comes to this story. And I, it, I could tell this all God doing this right now. He Chris says qualified. Ain't it something that, you know, when it comes to um, being qualified by God, it's totally different and nothing like. How it is when the world wants you to be qualified on to their standards. So I said that to say this. When we go back to the scripture. I mean Jesse sends all of his sons before Samuel. And none of them was the one. The Bible says Jesse made seven of his sons pass before Samuel. And Samuel said to Jesse, this is verse number 10, the Lord has not chosen these. And Samuel said to Jesse, are all the young men here? Then Jesse said, there remains yet the youngest. And there he is keeping the sheep. Now, now ain't, ain't, ain't it something that this story takes place in Bethlehem? And David was tending to the sheep. Come on. Think. Ooh, my Lord, think about that. Don't that remind you about somebody who who was born, who was performing miracles after miracles? He he was betrayed, he was arrested, whipped all night long, then he got up from the grave three days later with Do that remind y'all of somebody? <laughs> Lord. 
Lord have mercy. I love that part. So he, so he, so let me point out the things about David real quick. Okay, he, he was the youngest. He was tending to the sheep. Now, being the youngest, you're gonna be given the job that basically, basically nobody else want to do. And just because you're the youngest, they go. When he got called into the house, he was working. So here's the here's the here's the good part. When when J- oh man, BJ, calm down, BJ, calm down. You're getting happy. <laughs> Samuel said to Jesse, "Send and bring him, for we will not sit down till he comes here." So Samuel got to that point, like, okay, we're not doing nothing. I'm not sitting down. I'm not doing nothing until we see um this 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 youngest son David. So by verse twelve. He sent and brought him in. Now, David was ruddy with bright eyes and good looking. And the Lord said, arise, anoint him for this is the one. This is the one. So he was being overlooked, wasn't even being thought about. But God still had a plan. And that gets to our 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 topic for today embracing your anointed david came in and he was anointed as the next king of israel he was at a point where he had no choice but to embrace the anointing oh, God. that was on his life you know, go ahead you know i'm sorry, but you, are, no, go you ahead. know what the problem is i feel like there's there's it's always the it's always that one person out of the family that's always being overlooked and always, you know, nobody ever wants to, oh, don't worry about them. They not, blah, blah, blah. But those be the main ones. The main ones. They exclude you from everything. everything. Okay. But it's like, I feel like those, it, it was meant for them to overlook you. It was meant for them to mistreat you. Because without them mistreating you and overlooking you, you wouldn't be in the predicament. You know, you wouldn't be. You wouldn't have this place in God that you have now. Like right. those people played the exact roles that they were supposed to play. And you know, it's funny because I had a conversation with this boy. And, you know, he began to tell me, you know, his problems with his mom, where you know she didn't want him, and that. But I, I began to tell him, like she played the exact role she was supposed to play in your life because she overlooked you. Because she mistreated you, because she, she 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 didn't handle you the way she was supposed to. She has to see God. She has to see God will have to see about her because she she didn't do the things that she was supposed to do. Be parents, mm-hmm. right? But you still have to. I was telling him that you still have to respect her at the end of the day because that's your mom. Because if you don't, then now God will have to handle you. Come on. It's meant for her to treat you like that. It, it it wasn't by mistake because you 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 the things that you're feeling yeah you broken but you're not gonna feel like that always. Oh come on. Mm. God uses the bro- like Chris said. God uses the broken. Those these are the people that He wants to because I guarantee when He uses them, they they find other people like them or how they felt and they they minister to them. That's right. They they give their their testimony. So, if you may be feeling like that now, but you will not feel like that always. I promise you, if you give it all to God, God will never make you feel like that. Mm. And, you know, I agree with that. I'm going to pick it back on that. The Bible says the last shall be first. I'm, I'm no, the first shall be last, and the last shall be first. Mm-hmm. People go put you on a back burner, mm-hmm. but just I, I encourage you, just sit there and wait on God. Whoever it is that's gonna be that's gonna listen to this, sit there and wait on God. Because David didn't know, but he in the midst of him watching over the sheep, God had him sitting there waiting on God. Mm-hmm. He had him sitting there waiting on the His promise, huh? It was. It was huh? They were. It was meant for. For them to overlook him, it was meant for them to give them the jobs that they didn't want to do. At the end of the because they knew David, he was capable of one. He was capable of doing it. Come on. They're gonna, they're gonna make you feel like, oh, well, 
give it to him or give it to her. She, you know, they, it's whatever. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, you stronger than you think you are. That's right. They give you that job because they can't handle it. But little do they know. If you look in the mirror, God, we all the same. Come on. Our blood is the same. Our skin color may not be the same, but we all are the same. Come on. I'm going to say this. It might look like we're doing small things now. But it's big. And God's up. That's right, because I bet you some people minimize what David was doing. They saw all he's doing is watching over sheep. Mm-hmm. See, but I'm going to say this. Never judge nobody about their praise, because you'll never know their story until they tell it to you. That's right. Whether they knew it or not, didn't the Bible say that David took out a bear and a lion? Huh? <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Come on. They lim they limited they were limiting what they was doing. But rather they knew what it was. I feel like a lot of times they feel like like they always say like the younger siblings they can't do anything because they feel like oh they're weaker or you know, they're not capable of doing something, but those be the main ones that be strong they they you be thinking that they can't handle anything but they like carrying the whole world on their shoulders. Right. That's, That's right. right. Speak to you, but strong God. That's right. See, but let's look at this. Jesus, when he was on the scene, if he, he, at the time, he was breaking bread with his brothers and sisters. Mm -hmm. See, but let me tell you something. If the bread was not broken, how was he going to be able to share it? Come on, now. I know that's a Bigger revelation. Your broken pieces need to be shared. Why mm -hmm. does it need to be shared? Because why? Your broken pieces go touch other lives. Your broken pieces is going to be a part of your living testimony. Mm -hmm. yeah. at, at this particular time, everything that David went through, everything that David did, it was part of his testimony. Mm. Uh, and everybody he, that's supposed to be at that table is not supposed to eat with you. They're supposed to, Some of them are just there to see and not eat. Come on. You better preach. Prepare a table for your enemies. See, let me tell you something. When he said prepare, he's going to prepare a table for our enemies, not one time did he say they go eat. Not one time did he say they're not going to eat. But you know what he mm -hmm. did say? He could prepare it in front of them. He going to show them what they pushed aside. Mm. He's going to show them what they was afraid to touch. Come on, somebody. My yeah. Lord. Huh? David was the youngest. He was the smallest. But yet he's fighting bears and lions in God's name. In Alpha and Omega's name. Come on. Huh? See, it's something God did with the young, believe it or not. Because the Bible says in the last and evil days, he said he's going to pour out the spirit on all flesh. Young sons and daughters shall prophesy. Come on. Mm. Come on, somebody. So what does that mean? In the last days, he's going to raise up a generation of young folks, of mm. demons, of, of, of prayer warriors, of prophets. Come on. Of preachers and teachers of the, of the gospel. Mm. David was one of these young folks. He rather he knew it was a calling on his life. And did you see when David... When David walked on the scene, um, almost immediately, God said, this is the one. Mm -hmm. Stand up and anoint him because this is the next king. Huh? See, and let me tell you something. I, I thank God for how he does things. See, because mm -hmm. when he develops us and, um, and molds us in certain ways, he sometimes do it in, in private, or sometimes he'll do it in public. Mm-hmm. But on this day, in front of his father, in front of his mother, in front of all his brothers, God spoke and said, this is the one. My Lord. Huh? My Lord. God because knows his chosen one. God knows his chosen for a crowd of a whole bunch of people. And now I finally realize why everybody in my life would always tell me, you are cho you're the chosen one. You're the chosen one. I never really understood that until now. 
it's a whole out of all my like God like God knows who he chooses out of a whole group of people. That's right. Mm. Mm. My, my, my. Many are called. Many are called, but few are chosen. Come on. Mm. See, you can you can be called, but are you chosen? Huh? Are you chosen to walk this walk? Are you chosen to walk this walk of faith? Come on, somebody. Mm-mm. My Lord. Mm. And, then, and then if you don't know the answer, come seek him and find out. My Lord, my God. Oh, glory. Come on, say it again. Have you tried him? It's a song that says, Have you tried Jesus? He is all right. Come on. Oh, you going old school gospel when you just said that. That just be an old song back in the day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but have you tried him? In the sense, David tried him before. Because he was a shepherd of over little. He was a watchman over little. The sheep. And when the bear and lion and all these different animals came to take away from the sheep. He had no nothing else but his face. A sleeping drop and a rock. Mm. Huh? Come on, somebody. Sometimes God will allow you to walk in a war zone with something small to man. Hmm. Mm. But let me go back to the scripture and say, faith, come on. Faith without works. David used his faith. David knew, I'm going to walk in this thing straight, and I'm going to come out of my thing straight. Come on, somebody. You just got to know your place. I feel like sometimes... Like you say, you gotta. He walked in with faith and walked out with faith. The reason why half of this, half of people's situations is not going in the the way they want them to is because they walking in with faith, but they not leaving out with the same faith that they walked. Come on, well, well, you better say that. How how you how you expect to to, to you know to get the result that you want if you're not going to have a little faith. That's right. I mean, do you think, I mean, when Jesus died on that cross, I'm pretty sure he knew what he was doing. He walked in it with faith, but look what the outcome was. Come on. Hmm. Right. He died first, and and y'all can't choose when when he's telling y'all, oh, don't um don't pay that uh don't pay the car note right now pay this this is not oh but y'all 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 not having faith so then y'all wondering why <laughs> y'all didn't get that blessing because you ain't have no faith in what he told you to do what he said he was gonna do for you exactly by you not having faith you're missing out on so many blessings and i'm gonna say this when David was in the field with the sheep, oftentimes he was alone. Now let's go to Job for a minute. All right, now come on now. Huh? Come on now. The devil, God asked the devil. He said, "What you doing, devil?" The devil said, "I'm looking to and fro who I can who I can devour, who I can tear apart." Then God, so having to look over, he said, "Have you tried my servant Job?" Hmm. Yes, I saw him, God, but you got a hedge around him. And so in the words, God said, he said, okay, I'm going to remove it. He said, but don't touch his soul. Don't touch his heart. Don't, don't touch it. But everything else around him you can touch. Okay, devil t- took it as an opportunity. Didn't, didn't the devil take all of 10 of his sons? All of his land, his money? Mm-hmm. All 10 of his children, let me say that everything. Job was so sick that almost his flesh was falling off his bones. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, and let me tell you something. Job was at a place where he felt he felt as if he was dying. 
Come on. Some certain places in God, you go feel like you're you're dying. But let me tell you something, it's just a test. And you know, when he was not alone, his wife came about. His wife said, Why don't you curse that God of yours and die? He looked at her and said, You foolish woman. Huh? So you gotta watch who's in your ear. You gotta watch who you're talking to. Because the very ones that's close to you, the very ones that, that sleep and sleep right beside you, the very ones that talk to you every day, they'll slip up to say something crazy. Mm-hmm. Why are you praying to God? You've been praying to God for months and it's still the same. Why why are you seeking them? You you've been praying God praying God for months, for years, and it's still the same. You still sick. Huh? But do you know what Job did? Out of all that he lost, uh, he shaved off his hair and said, this is my sacrifice. Something, sometimes you have to give your last to prove to God who he really is to you. Well. See if nobody catch that. Sometimes you have to show God who mm, he is. Yeah. Huh? I'm sorry. Sometimes you got to sit there and tell God who he is. Because God loves to be glorified. He loves to be noticed and known and seen. Huh? Mm-hmm, you're right. See, when, when, I'm going to go back to the anointing, to embracing the anointing. When God told Sam, Samuel, he said, anoint this young man, anoint David, because this is the next king. This is this is the next promise for Israel. But for my people, huh? Let me tell you something. When when you when God sets an anointing on your life, it's just not for you. That anointing is just not to put out your own fire. That anointing is is to go go through the world, go through churches and different scenes to help others to start up to start up God's faith in others. Come on. Mm-hmm. See, we 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 had a Bible study of probably like a week or two ago. Being salt. I'm old. The words I'm going ahead. Brother, our minister BJ, he he taught on on that night about salty behavior. Huh? Don't you dare hold that salt. You better go on and pass it. That's right. Don't don't just season yourself. Season other 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 folks. Come on, let them taste the goodness of Jesus. The Bible says, "Old taste and see." That he is good. Show them the difference that God is doing in our life. Huh? Be the light of that to their darkness. Come on. Be so bright that they can they can spark up a little light and start being a light to others. Come on. This this generation we need to know and understand if God put a anointing to the call in our life, it's just not for us. Mm. It's, 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 to, it's to free our brothers and sisters. Why? The, the Bible says, sound the alarm. This podcast is, is the alarm for us young folks. We need, we need to come together. We need to seek God's faith like never before. Why? Because the devil is taking out any and everybody that he can. The Bible said hell had to be enlarged. Where does it say that heaven had to be enlarged? Come on, somebody. The devil's planning something big. It, 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 and it looks like it's going his way. But we're going to have a chance to say, but God. Oh, okay. God. Huh? We're going to have a chance to say, look at God. He did it again. Huh? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Come on, somebody. See, but God wants us to be in position. Come on. He wants us to be in position. Ooh. And I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. If you didn't fight for what you wanted, don't mm. cry for what you lost, for what you're getting ready to lose. Oh, Jesus. If you didn't fight for what you wanted, don't cry for something you're getting ready to lose. Mm. Huh? See, if if you wanted that anointing, you would have fought for it. If you want, 
if you wanted that calling, you ought to fight for it. Huh? But if you sit there and think it's going to be on you all your life and then sparkle when you want to, oh, no. God is not... God is not a McDonald's. He's not, he's not the one that you can order this and order that on your own time. You cannot have it your way. Come on. You better pray um, that. But can I fight for this? You have to fight to see God. I encourage this generation to fight to see God. Get mm. to know him. Because it's worth it. It's going to save it lives. It huh? It's going to correct those that think they are doing right. Because mm-hmm. huh? there's some folks out there that believe they saved and, and, and untouched. Oh, you better say but, that. But the way you live your life is going to chastise them. It's going to correct them. Huh? You hear me? Come on. You can't God be, you can't be out, here, out here preaching the gospel, but then living for the world. Can't Come do on. that. You, you want to live for God? You're going to have to. Give you all. Give, give, give you up. That's, that's right. Let me tell you something. A lot of things. I, I remember talking to my brother Alice, and God was speaking that night. And God was looking for a yes. He was looking for a yes. And later on that Bible study, somebody said something about a broken yes. As long as he get a yes, it doesn't matter how it comes. If it's a full yes, if it's a fixed yes, if it's a broken yes, as long as he get it. Mm-hmm. But fight to give it to him. Come on. Mm-hmm. You have to know. A lot of us go feel that, oh, we, we're in this alone. I, I, I can fight by myself. Okay. Just believe. Call your brother and sister. Call, call, call whoever you can call to have faith in God. And say, my brother, my sister, I need help. I, 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 I want to I be at a place in God, but I don't know how to get there. I'm, I'm lost right now. I, 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 I see you. I, I see you praying to God and things happening. You happening for you, but where's mine? I've been. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've been doing right. I've been. I've been seeking God. Go to your brother and sister. Have this conversation. See, and then wait to, oh, just wait when you come together and touch and agree on the thing. It's something about touching agree. It's something about it. See, that's when change really going to begin to fall and break. That's when the anointing of God is going to fall upon your life Hmm. when you come together. But you got to fight for it. You got you got, it's the, people don't know, but it's a sin to be lazy. I know that's mm-hmm. right. God wanna know that you want it. Huh? God wanna they know that you're sincere. Don't do nothing next. That's right. Mm. God is looking for men men and women of God to say, I'm gonna rise up and fight for my God. This same word when I'm preaching, I'm gonna I'm gonna live it too. I'm going to be an example. Huh? Ain't just speaking to you. Come on. We talking about real anointing and real power. Let's talk about these false prophets out here. Oh, come on. Come on. real quick. Go ahead. Just because you got the tongues. Just because you got the tongues. I don't mean it's powerful. Come on. Come on. Ain't no life. You, yeah, you might. Yeah, you might say what you say, but ain't no power, ain't no life behind that. No power. You can't. You can't. You can't cast out no demons. You can't break no chains. Don't. Ooh, come on. Huh? See, it's, 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 it's many people out there that's speaking in tongues but have no power. Huh? It's many people out there that's laying hand and just spreading demons. And you can't teach. You can't teach. Uh, um, you cannot teach. <laughs> I don't know what I'm about to say. Uh, like like he said, we're about to step on some toes. But you cannot teach 
Come on. Oh, I got I, I got something that the Holy Spirit just gave me. Uh, 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 STD, a spiritually transmitted disease is more damaging. What we got to do as believers, we got to make sure that we have on our protection, which is the word of God, because just like y'all just said, you know, just because you could speak in tongues and you be laying hands doesn't mean a thing. If you are not anointed and, don't, and if you don't have God up in you, you, first of all, you're just you're just damaging other people. When you speak, be speaking tongues over somebody and laying hands, you, you're just you're just you're spreading a, a spiritual transmitted disease. Come on. And you and, and you got to be very careful with who you let speak over you and who you let lay hands on you. I, I, I am. I am one person. I am one person. Everybody can pray for you. Some people want a P R E Y instead of P R A Y. Come on. Right. Mm. Now, any and everybody can pray for you. The Bible says, "Lay hands on no man suddenly." Hmm. See, we have to understand to walk with God. You have to include God. Mm-hmm. Some of these false walkers, some of these false prophets and preachers and teachers, they're, they 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 push God out of, out. Out of the equation. Huh? It's a story in the Bible where the I believe the priest of sons, they tried to cast out a demon out of a man. But the demon that was inside the man, he spoke, he said, I know of Jesus. I know about Peter them. But you, I know you not. Huh? And that same spirit that was in that man came out of the the same spirit that was in that man beat them kids, so the young people, so to where they beat them with their clothes off. Mm. Huh? You got to watch what you run up on. Huh? If you have no power, you, if if God didn't anoint you to cast out demons and lay hands for the healing and all, et cetera, et cetera, sit your wide neck down somewhere. <laughs> but let me tell you something. When that demon get a hold of you, you could have to find some true power to get it off of you. Come on, somebody. Mm. Why, why, why do you think so many people is losing their mind? Why, why, why do you think so many people is losing limbs in their life? Because enough folk is not living for God the way that He's calling us to live. See, because we supposed to have, let me tell you something, we supposed to have the power to lay hands on the dumb, the Bible says, and they begin to speak. We supposed to have the power to, to look at a blind person and speak their way, and they all of a sudden get their sight, huh? The lame supposed to walk. Come on, somebody. Mm. But instead, we, we sit on a back pew, and we, we say this little one-two prayer, and think it's going to work. Come on. It's time to go into spiritual warfare. It's time to get on our knees. And the Bible says moan and groan. Come on. Because it's, it's people out that's, that's dependent on our faith. It's people out in, in the world that's dependent on God's people. I have a question for the nation. What them happened to our church? Well. Huh? I have a question for the world. What then happened to our church? And I believe I have an answer. We done kicked out God. Speak it. It's time to, time to bring them back. Minister BJ wrote a book recently. Do you see me now? Can you see God, me now? Oh, can you see me now? I'm sorry. And And I believe that that this book was just for 2021 because do you not notice when COVID going around now when COVID first came we began to get removed out of our our schools our buildings our jobs out everywhere even out the church I said this on Bible on one Bible study and I'm going to say it again 
I believe God will look at us and say, you remove me out of the schools, I'm going to kick you out of the schools. You remove me out of the church, I'm going to kick you out of the church. Why? Because he needs to be included in everything. It's very detrimental that we include God. Huh? Because how can we deal with something that he made if he's not included? Say that again. How can we deal with something that's been created if we can't go to the creator? Mm -hmm. Huh? How can you want the anointing if you can't pray pray to the to the one that can anoint your life? Mm -hmm. Huh? He needs to be included. <laughs> And, and David was chosen because why? He included God in everything that he did. Even and along the line, and when David messed up years later, he still included God. Isn't that amazing? And he still included God. In his mess, he still included God. That's true anointing. That's true power, to include God. In everything, David wasn't. David sometimes was ashamed. David was often broken, but he still knew the name of God. He still knew the power of God. In so many words, David said, "Even I messed. Even though I messed up, I still don't doubt your power." Sometimes we go through things and we begin to doubt God's power. Huh? But David was not. David included God in everything. So many people called David crazy because he danced so for, he he shouted and danced so they his clothes fell off. No king don't supposed to do this, huh? But do you see that he wasn't even ashamed of his God? God said to many folks, He said, "If you be ashamed of me." I'll be ashamed of you. Come on. Mm -hmm. You have to walk with him. You have to talk with him. You have to introduce him. Huh? That's right. You're right. It's time out for games. It's many souls that need to be saved. It's many chains that are supposed to be broken off of people's lives. And we cannot do that without the anointing of God. Mm -hmm. Embrace the power of God. Embrace his spirit. Because, to talk about and how good he is. Come on. And praise him no matter where you are. Well, I break out in a praise every day because once he wake you up. Come on. Mm. I'm going to say this. Praise God because he didn't allow you to die in your mess. Oh, you huh? better say that. Praise God that he didn't make you stay in your mess. Come on. Because he's worthy of it. He's worthy of it. My mama used to pray a prayer. Lord, if I had 10,000 tongues to say thank you, it still wouldn't be enough. If you don't do nothing else for me today, I still got I still have a reason to say thank you. See, them older folks, they knew what they was praising God about. They knew what God brought them out of. But us as young people, sometimes we make a mistake and, and think that we, we got out we got up by ourselves. I did. I won't, I won't, I won't, I won't. Or, or I did, I did, I did. Huh? God is not a DJ. Come on. Mm. Come on. It was a king in the Bible. God pretty much told me, he said, all you need to do is just acknowledge me and tell the people I did this. I, I, I blessed you. I blessed you with all this. He said, that's all you need to do. Paraphrasing it now. King got up and said, I did this. Pushing God to the side. I made this happen. Do you not know God took his mind for seven years 
seven years, he went crazy. Until one day he looked up and said, God, you did it. Forgive me. Huh? Do and I feel like know? sometimes as people, I feel like we get big-headed in God and not thank him for the things that he has done for him. It's like, oh, well, I did this, I did that. Well, no, you... <laughs> You realize you didn't get locked up. It's because of good grace of God, right? Come on. You know, he didn't allow that bullet to kill you because of good grace of God, right? Come on. You didn't get there by yourself. And mm. a lot of people, they, they, they try to get big-headed in him. Oh, well. I feel like I, the reason why I didn't, it, you know, I didn't get locked up is because that was a lot. It was God. It was. It wasn't yes. you. It was God. Mm. Oh, my Lord. It was God. Mm. Wow. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop it right here because we could go on and on about this for, for a long time. But um, before I tune off, of course, I want to extend the invitation to Christ. Um, you know, it's amazing when you embrace your anointing, your life is not going to be the same. But at the same time, you know, you, you don't don't be afraid. Just embrace what God is doing. I just think about how we wouldn't be here right now if I didn't embrace my anointing 19 years ago when I recorded the very first episode of God's recording. The greatest the greatest story I could tell you after all these years is the lives that have been saved and blessed through what God has done through this ministry. It, it, not, it's not about minister BJ Major. You know, the main thing that I praise God for is people coming through this ministry. And when they come through this ministry, they receive a blessing. The lost are saved. The ones that are discouraged, they get encouraged. And I want to encourage each and every person, especially young people, to embrace what God is doing in your life. Just because people say one thing about you doesn't mean it's true. It's, 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 it, don't, it don't have to be true. They may call you nobody, but God said you're somebody. You, some people may call you hopeless, but God says that I have hope in you. Because... I created you. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. It's one thing, you know, it's, it's, it's it, going back to what, what was said earlier about Job. God allowed Satan to go and try to bring down Job. See, God already knew. God knew what Job was capable of. Not only God had Job back, but but he knew that Job could get through what Satan was going to do. You are not a lost cause. You are not defeated. Defeat is not in your DNA. There's somebody out there right now that is lost and need a savior. And Jesus is calling on you right now. If you truly want to find out what the fuss is about, try Jesus. He's waiting for you right now. This time I extend this invitation to Christ to each and every single one of you. If you are unsaved and you need a savior, Jesus is calling on you right now. If thou confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in thy own heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Don't worry about your past. Your past is your past. Your past is under the blood because the Bible says that if any man be in Christ Jesus... He's a new creature. All things have passed away. Behold, all things are made new. Through Jesus Christ, through having life in Jesus, you are a new creature. Your past is your past. Just confess your sins to him. When you, if you confess your sins to God, he is faithful and just to forgive you and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. My friends, do not miss this opportunity. Do not click off of this podcast today. Do not click off of God's recording today if you have not said yes to Jesus Christ. 
softly and tenderly jesus is calling on you right now surrender to him truly surrender to him right now if you need prayer or you need more information about this man named jesus all my contact information is in the description to this podcast if you want to accept jesus christ as your lord and savior and you want me to pray with you contact me i will do that my main concern to you right now is not church membership we'll get there when we get there my main concern right now is making sure that you know jesus and that you have accepted him as lord and savior so in the name of the father in the name of the son in the name of the holy spirit today when you hear his voice harden not your heart but let jesus christ come on in and change your whole life around the invitation is still extended in jesus name amen amen and a man thank you shay alex and chris for joining me today here on god's recording it's Appreciate you for having us. It was wonderful. Thank you. Most definitely. And to all of you listening, thank you for taking the time out and checking out this brand new episode. Be sure to tune in next time for a brand new episode of God's Recording. Until next time, this is Minister BJ Major signing off, telling you all to stay great, stay safe, and be blessed.